We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, back over here at Fenway Park. We continue on with the WEEI Nesson Jimmy Fun Radio Telethon, all presented by the Arbella Insurance Foundation. So this next guest of ours uh, does middays on Mix 104.1 FM. Uh, it's Aaron. What's that? Mm-hmm. It's my type of music. That's right. You probably listened to it on the way in and it's going to the rest of our station. Uh, Aaron O'Malley is with us. It's great to see you, Aaron. Hi. So this is kind of strange. I'm reading this. You're just doing the regular radio thing like we're doing, the, the family thing and whatever. And suddenly you get diagnosed with triple negative breast cancer. That doesn't sound good when they throw the triple negative. Yeah, that's actually the most rare kind of breast cancer. It's only about 15% of them. And the thing was, like, I it was completely off my radar because I had just had a 3D mammogram, which is the most telling kind of mammogram, not even six months before. I never miss a mammogram. And so when I found a lump, I was like, my first thought was, well, this can't really be anything. I was in my closet talking to myself as I do often and I, I found a tank top and I was like you know that would look so cute if these were just a little bigger and I kind of <laughs> poked myself and I poked the tumor and I was like what is that and uh, it ended up I got it checked out and it ended up being triple negative breast cancer. How rare is that? I mean like you said you just had a mammogram I mean, you're, you're keeping up right and all the tests and is that Something that's common? Like, it just comes on that quickly, a month or two, or four months after a mammogram? Yeah, they said that that, that one especially can – it's the fastest-growing, fastest-spreading kind. So it can come out of nowhere and, and very quickly get bad. Yeah. So you wow. were saying, you know, even before, during our break, just uh, – you know your show. Uh, you're solo on there. You don't have, you don't have any two co-hosts trying to grab all the time and airtime <laughs> from you. I can do whatever – it's all about positivity. You want to go solo? And, you can go and, solo. And I would actually have love and I to do it. Yes, off. I would. Uh, but you bring, you talk about just you know bringing that positivity to your show, and it seems like that's the attitude you had as far as attacking this triple negative breast cancer. Yep, I did. I I got on the air and told my listeners on a Friday that I was going to start chemo on Monday, and that was the, my big thing was like I'm going to find a way to find the positive in this. And I said off the cuff like maybe I'll wear my Wonder Woman outfit to chemo on Monday because I had a shirt that had a cape on it and I, I just kind of set it off the cuff and then I thought, you know what, I'm wearing it. And so I did and then when I walked into Dana-Farber, all these other people that were waiting for chemo, can I take a picture with you? Can I take a picture with so you? So wait, a Wonder Woman costume? <laughs> yeah, like a well, full, it started like off Halloween? as... Halloween? The top, top to bottom. I had the, I had the whole tiara. I, had, I didn't have all that. I added as okay. I went. <laughs> but I had the Wonder Woman shirt that had a cape on it and I had, I borrowed my next door neighbor's daughter's her, like her Halloween, her tiara and I, I wore that for my first appointment and then all these women and men that were waiting for different kinds of chemo wanted to take pictures and it made people smile and I thought you know what this isn't just empowering me this is helping other people around me smile and so I was like I'm wearing it every time so I just started I got the last I yeah. wore it every single time and then the last appointment I wore my like Mac Daddy straight from the movie one so people thought that was the entertainment you were actually getting chemo right <laughs> yeah I'm like no I'm sitting oh, along that with entertainment you. woman is <laughs> in here again Wonder oh, Woman they hired her to yeah. cheer everybody up exactly right. <laughs> you know how many, ra- how many rounds? I had a total of eight Oof. over 16 What was days. that like? 
it was, um, you know what? I, I, I felt blessed every minute because people that I hadn't seen in a while flew in to take me to chemo and I got to see my mom and my sister came in and I got to spend extra time with my husband and and my friend Heather brought me so many times and so it was I felt love I felt really lucky and I also knew I was in the right place because I originally went to a different hospital close to my house and I knew I would come to Dana-Farber if it was bad I knew it but I was like you know what I'm going to gather things gather the information that I need from a, a local hospital and when I was there the first thing that the oncologist said was you need a port immediately you need six months of chemo you need a lumpectomy like wow. he was he and he's like and we need to start this right now like I'd recommend putting the port in now and then I I was like wow wow this is this is pretty negative and and I even said at one point like what are my chances? And he said, 60 to 70% chance you'll still be here in five years. And I was like, whoa, that's like a C or a D in school. Yeah. <laughs> this is unacceptable <laughs> yeah. right here. So I, I gathered everything and I went to Dana-Farber and my oncologist, Dr. Bunnell, is the chief medical officer and he's genius. And the first thing he said is, you don't need a port. I can see your veins from here. I'm not going to give you any more scars than you're already going to get. And you need eight treatments over 16 weeks, not six months. And I'm sorry to tell you, but we saw the MRI and you're not a candidate for a lumpectomy. You need a mastectomy. And I wanted that from the beginning anyway. And I was like, don't worry. You're not breaking anything to me. Yeah. Like, let's start, let's start fresh. Get a whole new set on insurance. So wow. that's what <laughs> Makes you realize how lucky kind of we are, right, that we yep. live, live around here. Mm-hmm. That, you know, that, because you think about those two different diagnoses. It's, it was night and day, the attitude. And he I even mean, said, I, I'm like, I don't need to know my chances or whatever. I said, but how, how do you think about what, what's going to happen to me in the future? And he goes, let me just put it this way. Keep contributing to your retirement fund yeah. because you're going to need it. Oh, good. My husband, mm-hmm. under his breath, said, what retirement fund? <laughs> <laughs> so you obviously have a great attitude, and that's a big part of it. We've seen a lot of people who have had great success because they've got a great attitude. Okay. Yep. Were there any periods where you're sitting there going, oh, my God, you know, why me? Why am I dealing with this? Why? I I really didn't have a why me. I did have a panic after I saw the first people at the local hospital. It was a moment of like, holy cow, this is, I mean, I knew so many people that beat breast cancer. And that was the first time that I really thought about maybe I won't be here for our son and my husband and my life. And, and I let myself go there. And then I thought, no, you know what? Dana Farber is up the street. This is not, I'm going to, I'm going to beat this. And, but I, I had that moment. And I think that when people, before they're on the path, before you get to Dana Farber, before you're on that path, you're, it's okay to freak out. It's normal to freak out. But I'm telling you, you walk in that door and miracles are happening all over the place. And you, I just immediately was calm. And then I met my oncologist. I was even more calm. Like, you know what? There will be purpose in this. And I felt more love. Like, I wish everybody in life could have felt the love that I felt at Dana-Farber and from family and friends and listeners, people I've never met. Like, I feel like most people only have that experience when they're maybe, like, looking down at their funeral. Or up, depending on what you've done in your life. But like that—that is—that is the kind of love I felt. I just felt thankful and grateful, and I, I almost felt bad for the cancer because I was like, Psh, "I'm beating you. I'm, I have Dana Farber on my side. Like we're gonna get this." Unbelievable, great story. Uh, we'll probably see you around the uh, around the shop. We'll, we'll we, come upstairs. We'll, yeah, we'll, pop well, the in. Only time we come upstairs and say hi. Yeah. You know? 
See, I was trying to say something nice. The only time we come upstairs is to use the coffee machine because your coffee machine is better than ours. But you said we're all using the restrooms up there? Yeah, we've got some private bathrooms up there. And I'm like, oh, locked. And then I hear somebody running back downstairs after. I'm like, Uh, that's him. No, there's a private bathroom downstairs that I've identified. I haven't told these guys where it is yet because I want to keep it to myself. (laughs) And that's the way it's going to stay. Good luck with that secret. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's out. We don't know. We've been there how long? And I still don't know where half the stuff is in that uh, You don't go exploring like that. Apparently, I don't. I will tell you, though, speaking of bathrooms, first time in my entire life that I was able to use the ladies' room at Fenway with no line. Wow, yeah. how about that? <laughs> special try day. Try the men's line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Special day. Aaron, it was great seeing you. Great and congratulations. Yeah. It's you. great. Thank you beat you. it. You Thanks, beat it. Guys. Keep, it up. Keep it up. Thank okay? You. Thank you. Thank you. Look at this, boys. We're almost right. up to 600. All right, we got to get over 600 grand. We're at 585 Four seven zero. Either that, or somebody just walked yeah, in yeah, front of the. Oh, they're just shot. walking in front of the live. <laughs> yeah, get another update. They don't realize this is a live All shot. Right. Uh, Chris Berman is going to join us with his uh, daughter, mm-hmm. who has Boomer. been uh, who has been fighting her own health issues. Meredith. We'll get into all of that and more. But we need your help. We need you to get on that phone line right now. Eight seven 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 three eight one two three four or text K Cancer to two zero two two two. Two zero two two two. We returned with more from Fenway Park right here on the WEEI Ness and Jimmy Fun Radio Telethon. All presented from our friends at Arbella. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.